Welcome to the Awesomers.com podcast. If you love to learn, and if you're motivated to expand your mind, and heck, if you desire to break through those traditional paradigms and find your own version of success, you are in the right place. Awesomers around the world are on a journey to improve their lives and the lives of those around them. We believe in paying it forward, and we fundamentally try to live up to the great Zig Ziglar quote, where he said, you can have everything in your life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. It doesn't matter where you came from, it only matters where you're going. My name is Steve Simonson, and I hope you will join me on this awesomer journey. If you're launching a new product manufactured in China, you will need professional, high-resolution, Amazon-ready photographs. Because Simo Global has a team of professionals in China, you will oftentimes receive your listings photographs before your product even leaves the country. This streamlined process will save you the time, money, and energy needed to concentrate on marketing and other creative content strategies before your item is in stock and ready for sale. Visit simoglobal.com to learn more, because a picture should be worth 1,000 keywords. You're listening to the Awesomers Podcast. Hey everybody, it's me, Steve Simonson, and we're back again for another Awesomers.com podcast. And guess what? Today's episode is number 60. That's podcast episode number 60. I can hardly believe it. Uh, all you have to do is go to Awesomers.com slash 60 to find today's show notes, relevant details, and things like that, maybe links that we talk about along the way. Uh, although today, mostly, I'm going to be talking about a book, because today is a book of the week episode. Uh, But before we dive into that, I want to just comment that we're a third of the way through the commitment that I made to record 180 daily episodes. So when I started in awesomers.com slash one, that's our first episode, I laid out our vision, mission, and values, and I committed that, hey, listen, I'm going to record 180 episodes. That's a lot of value that I'm trying to deliver to you. And I'm going to do that regardless if anybody listens or not, to be honest. Because once I make that commitment and I'm, I'm accountable to it, especially publicly, there's no way I'm getting out of it. And so as of today, as of this recording, I'm already a third of the way there. And I hope that you guys are getting value. And I hope that's something that you'll take a minute and go leave us a review if you haven't already. Believe it or not, when I read those... Uh, you know, luckily we've we've been blessed with positive reviews thus far. I'm sure I'll get a a couple of trolls that are beating me down at some point. But it's such a positive reinforcement for me and a uh, an encouragement for me to know that the time is worthwhile because I'm putting an awful lot of time into this stuff because I care so much and love entrepreneurs and and I love awesomers who are breaking that paradigm of normal. You don't have to just be an entrepreneur. Anything that you're doing to create and to change and to be different and make the world a better place, then I'm on your team. You're an awesomer for sure. And we're going to dive into today's Awesomers Book of the Week episode right now. And what I want to remind people is that today's episode is about something very important, and it's about kind of the morning routine. And so the book, The Miracle Morning, is written by Hal Elrod, Elrod, and he is a very inspiring guy. His kind of vision, his journey is, uh, I would say, extraordinary, and it's certainly not something that most people uh, go through. Uh, if you're not familiar, you know, the book will tell you a little bit about his journey, but, you know, basically when he was 20 years old, he was in a head-on car accident at this very, very young age, and this was a spectacularly, uh, you know, disastrous crash. And he was literally dead for six whole minutes. He broke something like 22 bones. 
and he was in intensive care and really he was told by doctors during that whole time that he would never walk again. So, you know, here's a guy who, who died and came back to life somehow, who has all of these, you know, injuries and brain damage kind of stuff, all, all kinds of things. And the brightest and best in the room are like, hey, buckle up. You are probably not going to be able to walk again in the future. But instead of Hal taking that as, you know, his chance to become a victim, he's like, no, I reject that. I'm not going to listen. And I'm going to do something about this. And I'm just going to figure out, figure it out. Hal's gone on to become not just a world-class speaker and author and, and some of the motivation stuff that you may have run across or will certainly see as a result of, you know, just having the book in your hands. But he's also been an ultra marathoner, right? Not only did he learn how to walk uh, and, and got past all of that physical therapy, he's gone on to run and to marathon and, and do things that most of us uh, with perfectly functioning legs and never having a, an accident have not bothered to embark upon. So I, I really, I find his story extraordinarily um, inspiring. And one of my favorite movies is called the movie Rudy. And it's based on Rudy Rudiger. And if you haven't ever seen it, I definitely recommend it. It's a, it's a, even if you don't care for sports, it's a very inspiring and, and touching movie. And, uh, you know, if you want to see me choke up, uh, maybe uh, pull a couple tears out, that's a, a good movie to kind of push that envelope, uh, by the way. So uh, here's what Rudy says on the back of the book. He says, The Miracle Morning is literally the one thing that will make an immediate and profound change in any or every area of your life. If you really want to want your life to improve, read this book immediately. And that, again, that was Rudy Rudiger uh, who inspired that movie. And so, you know, the the philosophical question that Hal asks on the on the back of the book is is something very simple. What if you could miraculously wake up tomorrow, and any or every area of your life was transformed? What would be different? Would you be happier? Would you be healthier, more successful, in better shape? Would you have more energy, less stress, more money? Significantly better personal and professional relationships, possibly? Which of your problems would be solved? And Hal goes on to say that the not-so-obvious secret guaranteed to transform your life is within this book. And I'll tell you, it's not a very thick book. It's a pretty simple read, and it's quite straightforward, but I do really honestly believe it can have a significant impact on your life if you will bother to read it and then put into practice the types of things that he talks about. And so I want to talk about the broad strokes of that philosophy right now. So Hal has an acronym that he calls SAVERS, S-A-V-E-R-S, and SAVERS is just our mechanism to learn the, the six things that we need to focus on each and every morning. And by the way, before people squinch up and go, oh, I, I already am a busy person, I don't have time for this, you can do all six of these things in just one hour every morning, and I'll talk a little bit more about that as we dive in. So the, what does SAVER stand for? The first is silence, right? This is uh, just the very beginning of the process. The next uh, comes up the A, which is affirmations, right? And next you pop into visualization. Right? This is kind of seeing where you're going. And then you work in some exercise. And don't get nuts. This is not, you don't have to go run a marathon like Hal. It's just something you could do and complete in 10 minutes. And then you move into reading. And you finally get into scribing, which is probably 
you know, a tortured way to to throw uh, to make sure that the savers uh, acronym works. But it does work. Scribing, meaning journaling or writing, uh, is part of that process as well. So here's here's the foundation. If you spend one hour a day, ten minutes on each of these things, you can change your life. And how base this on studying all the successful people. And he noticed that all the successful people did at least one of these. And so Hal's logic was, you know, if, if one is good, let's just do them all. I've, I've found this common thread through all of these, you know, high performers and extraordinarily uh, achieving people. So let's just do each of these and let's do them in a nice, uh, easy, Scooby snack sized way, right? 10 minutes on each of these. And I think that's a really important point. And I don't want you to forget that just an hour a day can transform your life with these, you know, not so obvious, uh, but very important methodologies. And I'm going to share more of those details, but we're going to do a little bit more of that right after this break. Empowering. The name says it all. Connecting e-commerce entrepreneurs with great people, ideas, systems, and the services needed to stay business dynamic and to grow. Empowery is a network, a cooperative venture of tools and resources to make you better at what you do. Because we love what you do. We are you. Visit Empowery.com to learn more. You're listening to the Awesomers Podcast. Okay, we're back, everybody. And we're going to go through kind of the, the acronym of SAVERS that we just talked about in a little more detail, uh, taking just a look at each one of the, the points. So the first letter of SAVERS, of course, is S for silence. Now, what does silence mean in this context? It's focused on the things that you could probably deduce, like uh, meditation, uh, prayer, breathing, whatever, whichever of those methodologies you prefer, one or more or all, uh, the purpose is to quiet your mind, right? It's just, just uh, as my empathy uh, coach and others would talk about, you know, you got all this activity up in your mind, uh, you got to kind of just relax and calm down and let let the... Uh, the revolutions that are, you know, the, the spinning wheel, so to speak, kind of slow down and relax. Uh, there's an old Kevin Costner movie where he was a pitcher. I forget the name of it. But when he was on the mound, you know, you'd hear the crowd and the crowd's roaring and, you know, people are, um, you know, heckling him and, and so on and so forth. And at one point he would just stop and he'd take a deep breath and he would say, clear the mechanism, right? And, and that, you know, it, within the movie context, then everything, the external world was shut out and it was quiet. It was silent. And then he could get down to his business of throwing the pitch. And I think it's a good metaphor. It's a good thing for us to learn from to just take that moment, 10 minutes a day, and figure out, you know, again, it doesn't matter if it's prayer or breathing exercises or just simple meditation. And one of the things I love about the book, uh, The Miracle Morning, is that Hal will give you very clear methods of how you meditate. Uh, again, I'm not the strongest swimmer. So when I start thinking about well, you know, I hear people talking about meditation, but I don't have a yoga mat and I don't know any uh, uh, chakras or mantras or things I'm supposed to repeat. I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. You know, when people say meditation to me, I start to get nervous and, and sometimes even check out because I don't know what I'm doing. But within the Miracle Morning, they have some very clear meditation methods. And it's like, hey, just do this. And boy, <laughs> that's pretty instructive for a guy like me. So... You know, one of the things I love about this book is they have a lot of links inside that when take, can take you to find things like meditations uh, and instructions on how to get this thing done. Now, the why should be obvious enough, right? We want to just relax 
and kind of take it down a notch and then focus on what we have ahead of us uh, without, you know, kind of the, the stress and the pressure and the noise. So S for silence is the first in our uh, process of getting through the savers methodology. So the next is affirmations. Now, a lot of people talk about affirmations and the, the simple definition are encouraging words you tell to yourself. Uh, but I want to I want to remind people that affirmations really are an important part of the process, and you know I I started when I read this book in 2015 I didn't know any affirmations I didn't really it feels kind of weird to go hey you're really great uh, it reminds me of that Stuart Smalley SNL skit from many years ago uh, you're great uh, you're you're really good and uh, people like you darn it you know and it, it's kind of funny but it makes you feel a little self conscious because I don't really know how affirmations work but just like in the uh, prior section just go to the book and there's a link and it'll give you a sample affirmation now the audio listeners can't see this, but I'm holding up the sample affirmations page that I printed when I got this book in August 20th of 2015, so about three years ago, just over three years ago. And this page, which I printed out, and I keep it with me in my travel and in my bathroom pack. So my bathroom pack, I've got like the little, you know, uh, the little kit, you know, it's got all the little bathroom supplies and things. And I use that both at home and I use it on the road because it's got all my stuff in it. And I stuff the affirmations into that kit and it travels with me. And I can't say that I've read it every single day, but more times than not, I will read it. And just the very simplest, you know, affirmations printed on here are helpful. And again, in some ways, I feel a little self-conscious or I did at least in the beginning, but not now. It's, it's kind of, you know, just kind of part of the, the methodology. And I, I've talked about this before, but I don't want people to forget. You can do negative self-talk, and that will have an impact on your brain. And, you know, spoiler alert, it won't be positive. It'll be negative. Um, or you can do positive affirmations, and those over time will, in fact, have a positive effect. So I'm going to read just the first sample affirmation. And believe it or not, again, you can't really see this, uh, you know, in the audio section, but this thing is tattered and, you know, some of the words are even rubbed out. But I'm going to read you the first paragraph to give you a sample affirmation that the book provides to you. And it starts out, and the, the instructions say, read these powerful, powerful affirmations every day to take yourself to the next level. And by the way, they recommend these in morning and night uh, I've always found the night to be too much of an uh, uh, added process, so I do them in the morning uh, only. Uh, so the first one is, first, I'm just as worthy, deserving, and capable of achieving extraordinary levels of success and all of my goals as any other person on earth, and that the only thing that separates me from those at the top is my level of commitment. From this moment on, I'm 100% committed to becoming the person I need to be through daily personal development and living with daily discipline to attract, create, and sustain the levels of success that I truly want and deserve in my life, right? And it's, it's quite simple. And, and the, by the way, it goes all the way through five different affirmations. It's, it's simple yet highly, highly effective. And, you know, I just want you to know that I practice what I preach. This same piece of paper has been with me for over three years and continues to go with me. And if I can remember, I will scan a copy of that and put it up on the website at awesomers.com slash 
whatever this episode is. I forgot the episode number, everybody. <laughs> uh, but uh, I said it at the top of the show, and I'll say it again at the bottom of the show. So uh, I think it's uh, episode 60, but uh, don't quote me on that. Uh, make sure you listen to the top and the bottom of the show. So affirmations are the second part. Don't forget them. They're, they are important. Let's talk about visualizations. So the simple kind of uh, definition of this would be, you know, imagine the future. But visualizations go far beyond that. And, and I highly encourage you to, and, and how within the book, you know, so a lot of this in, instruction is kind of me, you know, reading the book and, and repeating back or synthesizing down the message to how I took it. But I think the book tells you that to get into a step-by-step plan to visualize your goal, right? So first of all, visualize what you want that ultimate goal to be, Right. Uh, and, you know, maybe it's visualizing yourself on a stage speaking to a crowd or maybe it's you ringing the public bell to take your company, you know, uh, into the public markets, um, you know, on Wall Street. Perhaps it's just you buying a new car or maybe it's seeing your kids off to college. Uh, maybe it's buying that dream house. Whatever it is, start with that goal and visualize it and think about it and imagine, you know, how happy you will be uh, with uh, the accomplishment. Not not the stuff, you know, if you're like, I imagine a Ferrari. The Ferrari is not what makes you happy, believe it or not. It's the achievement of the goal. It's the, you know, knowing that you are able to push yourself and accomplish that goal. The Ferrari is just a symbol of the achievement. So visualize that future and think about, you know, how happy and how accomplished you'll feel. Um, and, and then think about it step by step. Those steps, visualize those so that you can figure out what it'll take you to get to that goal. So, you know, if you're thinking about, you know, gosh, I want to buy this dream house. All right. So now you got to back up the steps. Well, how much is that house? Well, it's, you know, whatever, a million dollars. And so you say, well, how much money do I have? I, I have zero. All right. So one of those steps is going to be how do I earn some money? And then you, you start saying, well, I'm going to I'm going to design a product or I'm going to build a training course or I'm going to, you know, launch a service uh, business or, you know, whatever. I'm going to open a muffin shop. It doesn't matter. Whatever you're planning. And then you say, okay, now I see that happening. Now, how am I, you know, going to take the next step, which is, you know, making that business or that enterprise produce capital, you know, so it throws off free cash flow so that you can start saving money towards your house. And then maybe you realize, gosh, to buy a house that's worth a million bucks, all I need is, you know, maybe a couple hundred thousand bucks down and then I'm good to go. You know, good credit, a couple hundred thousand down, 20%. Uh, you could even do it for less than that, by the way. And you start realizing, gosh, that's not that hard. You know, any of us can accumulate a couple hundred thousand dollars if we set our minds to it. So by visualizing these things, and, you know, I think it is helpful to look at, you know, some of the people around you. But I want to just caution you. When you see the Facebook ads and the guy standing around with a bunch of hot chicks and, you know, 16 different supercars, or you see... You know, the gal who's jet setting off to Europe again and, you know, she barely had time to stay in New York for the Met Ball. She's got to get back to Paris, right? Let's not get caught up in these kind of, um, I don't know, uh, they're, they're just silly notions. You know, too often in the Instagram, Facebook world, people are putting up, you know, private jets and, you know, limousines and, you know, champagne and caviar every day for lunch, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Uh, th- this is silliness. Uh, I definitely can tell you stuff is not the secret. So when you're visualizing, make sure you do it in a constructive and positive way, not just a, a greed-filled, silly way. You know, don't fill your world with greed. 
We can accumulate, but we accumulate through earning our stuff. That's what awesomers do. We don't, you know, try to uh, be greedy. And you know, if somebody will give me a thousand bucks, I'm going to take that thousand bucks and move on with my life, regardless of the value I provided. That's not how we think. We think long term. So visualize in a positive way. I, I went on a little bit of a tangent, a little bit of a rant there. My apologies. So getting back to this very important uh, book, The Miracle Morning, the next letter in the savers process is exercise. Now, uh, as I said earlier, you don't have to be like Hal, our very esteemed author, and run out and run a marathon and be an ultra marathoner. You don't even have to be a power lifter or anything crazy. Just do something. Just start. Just move. Do something to get that blood moving. Get the oxygen flowing through the bloodstream. It, it feeds your brain. It feeds your body. And just doing that movement of 10 minutes can change your your physiology, your, your chemistry, your, your happiness level. Believe it or not, all of these things, all you have to do is just spend 10 minutes a day. And that's that can be the difference between, you know, kind of your life and, and where you are at right now. And assuming you want to change it or make it better, this can be extraordinarily uh, powerful. And don't forget that in just 60 minutes, you can make all of this happen. One other note that I haven't touched on, I want to do it really quick before we jump to this break. This only takes one hour, but I think Hal is pushing you to wake up one hour earlier. Don't don't put it into your normal schedule. Just make a commitment to, to wake up one hour earlier than you already do today. So if you're waking up at you know, 6 a.m., wake up at 5 a.m. and do this. If you're waking up at 8 a.m., wake up at 7 a.m., uh, you could do the math. The point is, you, you know, a lot of people, they get really pumped up about this, and they're like, you know, I love this miracle morning. I'm going to do this, and I, I'm, you know, kind of a, a night owl, so I've been waking up at 9 a.m., and now I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. And as much as I applaud that notion, and, and that idea may be a good one, it, it, it may be too much too fast. So my advice is start with just that extra hour earlier and don't try to you know uh, jump to perfection uh, a good friend of mine Evan Hackle talks about you know um, perfect is the enemy of good right if you if you try to make something perfect you'll never get good at it because you'll find that that uh, that feasibility is not super high so I want you to think about that idea 60 minutes just wake up one hour earlier and we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back and you're not going to want to miss the rest of this acronym. Hey, Amazon Marketplace professionals, this is Parsimony ERP and we get one question over and over. Can you please tell me exactly what Parsimony does? Well, we'll try, but this is only a 30 second spot, so we're going to have to hurry. Connect to your Seller Central account and pull all the new orders. Enter the orders with all customer data. Enter all of the Amazon fees and charges. Store them at the item level. Generate profit and loss reports at the SKU level. Automatically generate income statements. Handle multiple companies. Handle multiple brands. Handle multiple currencies. Facilitate budgets and forecasts. Store all customer interactions in a sophisticated CRM system. Manage your supply chain. Project and task management. Maintain an audit log. Hey, you get it. That's parsimony, P-A-R-S-I-M-O-N-Y.com, parsimony.com. We've got that. You're listening to the Awesomers Podcast. Okay, we're back, everybody, and now we are down to the last couple letters of the SAVERS acronym, and R stands for reading. So reading is where you, you put some positive inputs from external sources, right, and from intelligent sources. So you can feed your mind through, you know, books. They could be audio books. They could be blog posts. 
They could be uh, podcasts. Hey, there's, there's a little uh, self-interested uh, plug. So you can feed yourself uh, in lots of different ways, but reading, and again, I, I want people to know that reading really helps, it, it breaks the patterns of normal because it fires off synapses in your brain that you may not be using every day. When, when you run across a new idea in a book, that may fire synapses in your brain. That pathway may not have been active in your brain for some time. The more of those things firing off, the healthier your brain is, the more you're learning, the more articulate you become, uh, and the better off I think that your attitude towards learning and life becomes. And I know that sounds like you know a lot to get out of just something as simple as reading, but it is a true story. And when I was a, a kid, I learned computer programming in junior high. And one of the first things we learned was the acronym GIGO. And for those uh, experienced people in the, the uh, computer world might know that GIGO means garbage in, garbage out. So the point of having this 10-minute session is instead of putting garbage in, put good stuff in. Let's put positive inputs. Because if you put garbage in, you should only expect to get garbage out. And what are the types of garbage I'm talking about? And this even falls in a reading. I think any of the you know salacious um, you know tabloids, including by the way, a lot of the the mainline press. Uh, uh, like I don't bother following the news. I, I want to stay in touch with what's important to my business, but I'm not gonna to follow along with the the politics you know tragedy du jour. I don't care. It's it's not gonna make a, an impact in my day to day life. And I would just encourage you not to put the garbage in. Uh, and if you do, don't expect anything but garbage out. But if you take time and you read and you follow along with these Book of the Week episodes, you listen and learn from other great podcasts and authors and uh, you know audiobooks and the like, you're much, much higher chance of having positive results from that stuff. It really, really is important. Don't bother wasting all your time. You know, we all love watching cat videos, but really after the second hour of cat videos, maybe you should put some time into learning, right? And, and again, I'm no different than anybody else. I'll, I'll watch a, a good run of cat videos, especially when I'm bored or I feel like I'm, I'm burning out a little bit. I got I to gotta get me some funny cat videos or maybe some, you know, comedy clips or whatever, or even just binge watch Netflix for a while. But there's, all, there's a time and a place for all of that, and I'm saying... Part of the Miracle Morning is to take that 10 minutes a day and commit it to reading as one of your, one of your points uh, in your savers methodology. So then we're, so we're down now to the final letter, which is the S in savers. And that stands for scribing. And as we alluded to earlier, that just means you're going to do some journaling. You're going to do some writing. And I really want to say that writing is one of the best ways to synthesize and process your thoughts. So to write something down, you know, if you want to say, well, you know, what I learned from yesterday was, and you just write down, you know, one paragraph, you know, maybe it's three sentences or four sentences, and to, but to be able to synthesize it down to core lessons and, and perhaps even action steps after that, it requires you to process those thoughts and it requires you then to, to kind of synthesize that message down. Now, here's the great part. The more of a habit you get into doing this every day, when you start to experience things throughout the day, you're going to be like, oh, when I write this tomorrow in my journal or tonight in my journal, whatever it is, I'm going to write this down in this way because that's the core lesson I learned. It really will change how your brain functions in many ways. 
I, I know this sounds crazy and simple, but it really does work. Uh, and by the way, the process of reflection, just the simple act of reflecting on the prior day's activities or you know what's before you, even this very day, that can help you accelerate your learning and your growth. Uh, I personally believe, and I think that the book The Miracle Morning supports this philosophy, that you will understand yourself more and, and in a more deep and thorough and comprehensive way, but you will also extend your ability to communicate with others as, as a result of kind of writing down and journaling uh, each and every day. So again, you only have to do that for 10 lousy minutes. That's pretty simple. And each of these prior steps, the savers methodology, all you have to do is spend just 10 minutes a day on each one. And that makes kind of a, a pretty active hour for you, but pretty simple too, because you're not going to get sick of any of those in just simple 10 minutes. And I highly recommend if when you're first starting out, it's a little tougher, maybe get yourself an egg timer or something and just set, you know, 10 and just go through savers and get them all done. And this is, this is a, a really predictable uh, situation. So even as I talk about this, if you're excited about it, kudos to you. And I want you to maintain that enthusiasm. Um, but here's how things actually work. And this is part of the book itself. Uh, Hal talks about this, this concept of the 30-day habit mastery strategy. So he actually gives you the instructions, you know, how to implement this over the course of 30 days and how to make it become a habit. So there's something that's like, this is not a chore. This is not something new. This is something I do every day because it's part of my habits. And I like it, by the way. And by the way, that, that will happen. But here's what happens in days one through 10. That's called phase one, the unbearable phase. So the first 10 days of implementing any new habit or ridding yourself of any old habit can feel almost unbearable. That's Hal's words. Although the first few days can be easy and even exciting because it's something new, the newness wears off pretty quick and then reality sets in. And then it's painful. It's not fun anymore. And so I'm telling you this because I want you to be prepared for this concept that the first 10 days are that have the potential to be, and they certainly were in my case, unbearable, okay? Now, the next 10 days, 11, days 11 through 20, you go into phase two, and you're probably waiting for the rainbows and unicorns to fly out now, but this is the uncomfortable stage. So we're not into rainbows and unicorns yet. This is when you have gotten through the first 10 days, which are the most difficult. Then you get to the next 10-day phase, which are described as considerably easier, but still you're outside of your, un your, your comfort zone. So you still have to focus on discipline. You have to focus on commitment, right? Because this is the point where it's like, yeah, I get it. It's not as miserable as it was, you know, the first 10 days, but am I getting anything out of this? Is this worth my time? You really start to second guess yourself or it has the potential to. And the advice from Hal is stay committed. You've already gone from unbearable to uncomfortable. Why not just you know, pop into the next phase and find out what that's like. And so finally in days 21 to 30 and ideally beyond, you are into phase three, which Hal calls unstoppable, right? When you enter the final 10 days, that home stretch of establishing the habit, not the home stretch of doing the, the process, but just the, the home stretch of, uh, you know, getting that habit to, to become ingrained as part of your process, almost everybody you know, who gets this far will, will get, you know, to, to the payoff pitch. Now, adhering to the, the popular advice that it takes 21 days to form a habit, a lot of people will, will kind of 
pop out by then. They're like, hey, I've already been doing this 21 days, so I'm just going to relax a little bit on the discipline. Uh, so this is really where you don't want to stop and where the transformation happens. Your new habit becomes part of your identity. You may find yourself running around talking about the miracle morning. You may even, you know, pull out and show people, hey, here's my affirmations. You know, do you want to copy the ones that I'm using or do you want to use the, the ones, the samples from the book? And so all of this is where um, you become unstoppable and you, you start to get excited about it. And really, you'll start to see and feel the benefits. But this is uh, an area where sometimes people get a little too overconfident. They pat themselves on the back, you know, for, you know once they hit that day 21, 22, 23. And they're like, hey, I'm pretty good. Um, you know, I've got the positive force that I need. And then you kind of back off just a little bit. And that's, that's the dangerous thing. So I want everybody to remember that to become unstoppable, you really can't stop. You have to remain committed and, and push through to that final phase so that's the savers process that is you know essentially what hal talks about as your key acronym to helping you through the process this book is a really good book it's an easy read uh this is probably less than a couple hours but within the book there are a bunch of how to's a bunch of processes and procedures and even more links that help you go out and find examples and engage with the the miracle morning community so I really enjoy this book. I certainly recommend it. You may be able to tell I'm passionate about it, and I think it's it's important for people to check out and, and even adopt if they will. Um, and I, I reinforce that, oh, this in fact was episode number 60. I'm sorry I didn't remember in the middle there. Uh, and so all you have to do is go to awesomers.com slash 60 to see show notes and a transcript and, and so forth. And if I can uh, scan my uh, affirmations, I'll put it on that page too, just so you can see how ratty and beat up it is. But, you know, it's over three years with just a piece of printer paper uh, and laser printed, and I still use that thing, you know, day to day. So I hope you've enjoyed this Book of the Week episode. Uh, I thank you again for listening, and I really do encourage you guys to engage with the, the website, engage, you know, leave us a review, uh, get on the Facebook, tell us how we're doing. I know I called it the Facebook because I'm old, and next thing I'm going to tell you, get off my lawn, you kids. Uh, but I, 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 I love this podcast. I hope it's helping you. And honestly, the only way I'll know that if the work and the energy we're putting into it is worth it is if you tell us. So thank you for your, your time listening and thank you for any uh, feedback that you're able to help us with. Well, we've done it again, everybody. We have another episode of the Awesomers podcast ready for the world. Thank you for joining us and we hope that you've enjoyed our program today. Now's a good time to take a moment to subscribe, like, and share this podcast. Heck, you could even leave a, a review if you wanted. Awesomers around you will appreciate your help. It's only with your participation and sharing that we'll be able to achieve our goals. Our success is literally in your hands. Thank you again for joining us. We are at your service. Find out more about me, Steve Simonson, our guest, team, and all the other Awesomers involved at awesomers.com. Thank you again. Awesomers.com.